Earners, what's up? Look, as an entrepreneur, the dream is to earn a living doing what you love. But let's face it, turning that dream into reality is no small feat. That's where Kajabi steps in, transforming challenges into opportunities. I've been there, juggling every aspect of my business, wishing for a simpler way to diversify revenue and grow my brand. Then Kajabi changed the game. It's an all-in-one platform that empowered me to not just build, but thrive. With Kajabi, creating online courses, membership sites, and more became not just possible, but easy. And the best part? I kept 100% of what I earned, thanks to Kajabi's no-commission policy. But Kajabi isn't just about tools. It's about building a profitable business with the support of robust analytics, easy payment options, and customizable templates all without needing a huge team or audience. Join me and thousands of entrepreneurs making six or seven figures on Kajabi, regardless of your audience size. If you're ready to turn your passion into profit, Kajabi is your next step to success. So what are you waiting for? Build, grow, and keep what you earn with Kajabi. Start your journey today. And right now, Kajabi is offering a free 30-day trial to start your business if you go to kajabi.com slash earn. That's K-A-J-A-B-I dot com slash earn. Kajabi.com slash earn. And join the entrepreneurs and creators who've made over $6 billion. Don't wait. Don't hesitate. Head over there now. Earners, what's up? Look, this episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. What's the best way to help you and your finances thrive? The answer can be overwhelming with all the financial misinformation out there. Fortunately, you can turn to NerdWallet's objective finance journalists to set things straight and help you make smart decisions with your money. I can't front. The nerds have helped me get smarter about a few things, like planning my tax bills so that I don't dread April every year, or making a budget that's balanced, not just buying sneakers and fly clothes, or saving on travel because spending less on airfare means more money for an extra night or maybe a five-star dinner. Or boosting my credit score, since we all know credit is like the real-life cheat code. The nerds also explain the real impact that the latest financial headlines can have on your life. You'll get the clarity you need to make smart decisions with confidence. Smart money is the smartest way to get even smarter about money. Let NerdWallet's trusted experts untangle today's web of financial misinformation. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you? Well, thank you. Apple. Yeah. The, the number one talked about it's stock on Market big, Monday. It's a big week. So Apple has lost 200 billion. Well, last week. Yeah, last week last it lost week. 200 yeah. billion in two days after reports of iPhone ban in China. So in a significant turn down downturn, Apple's market value was dis, decimated by 200 billion in the span of two Days. This decline is connected to the emerging reports surrounding a potential ban of iPhone sales in China, a critical market for the tech giant. The news is evidently caused unrest among investors, resulting in a sell off mm -hmm. that negatively impacted Apple stock value last week, for sure. Um, wow. The ramifications of such ban are not clear at the moment. The market reaction reflects concerns over the sustainable role of the Chinese play in Apple's revenue stream. So yeah. this is something that is extremely concerning for the tech industry and Apple um, and Apple shareholders. So what does this mean? Uh, it's pretty interesting, right? A company loses 200 billion and it doesn't feel like this is the end of the world. It doesn't even feel like 
this is like super major. I think the 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 bigger part of the issue is what the Chinese government has done, mm-hmm. because I think that speaks higher volumes. And so the agency they they are telling pretty much their citizens to re- refrain from using Apple iPhones and other foreign based brands for work or bringing them into the office as a part of a broader effort to reduce the reliance on foreign technology. I think that's the piece that is interesting, right? They're trying to make sure that their citizens don't use foreign technology. So Apple, of course, is part of that. I think that's the bigger play. The 200 billion, yes, there's nothing to sneeze at, but for a company like Apple, I'm not sure how much of a detriment it is. Now, if that ban stays in place, that's gonna Mm -hmm. affect a lot of companies and a lot of businesses, Apple being one. But the other side of it is that while they're telling you to not use the iPhone and they're trying to ban the use of it in the workplace, They've announced the new Huawei phone. <laughs> what do you know? <laughs> <laughs> this is, I mean, this, the timing of this is impeccable, right? Impeccable, so you, yes. you, you, you put the ban in place on Thursday. You announce a uh, Chinese manufacturer, Huawei, which is probably the biggest tech phone tech company in China. They announced their new phone that's coming out, the Mate uh, 60 Pro smartphone. And so you talk about all the great features that it has. You want them to stop relying on foreign-based technology. Well, mm-hmm. here comes our technology. I mean, from a standpoint of media and, and spreading propaganda, the sales of, of, of the Huawei phone were great. And yeah. part of it had to do with the announcement of, hey, we want you to stop using that, that American phone. Huawei yeah. spelled with an H. Yes. Yes. Huawei. Yes. H-H-U-A-W-E-I. Correct. Yes. Um, I don't want to sneeze at a $200 billion loss, but for context, this is like, a Lucid Motors or a Snapchat. I want everyone right now in chat to go Google what is the annual revenue of AirPods. So even if this ban does last for a little bit longer, uh, when when the AirPods are producing more revenue than Adobe, I'm not as worried. The part that, that does has me concerned is that China is starting to counteract some of the things that we were doing. So when we blocked Huawei last year, mm-hmm. it two, is two years ago. Right. Or two years ago, yeah, it's right on the enterprise side and on the government side that they block our iPhones. But an Apple's chess move, I was telling someone this, I think, on your post. Um, this is why Apple has slowly built a regime in manufacturing in India. And it may take three years for it, that to be fully in swing. But when war benefits nobody but armament dealers, but if you're going to go to war, you're going to have to know who your allies are and where you're going to be able to replace that revenue. They're either going to be able to replace that revenue in India. Um, the third point I want to make, this is really just, yes, it factored in, but it wasn't the catalyst that caused it to fall. When Apple hit a high a couple months ago, 194.50, and it retested last week at 189 and some change, the market is just like, everything is like 95% to 97% off of its highs. We're just seeing a pullback overall, and there's a lot of geopolitical concern that we have. Even with the ARM IPO, which we'll talk about later, mm-hmm. the biggest issue that I have there is that the exposure to China. Same with Taiwan Semiconductor. We'll talk about it later. The only reason I haven't liked them more than NVIDIA, and NVIDIA was the greatest benefactor there, is because of the exposure and potential war with China. If that was not there, TSM would have probably been up 500% this year so in a grand scheme of things am i worried about a 200 billion dollar loss in apple when they find a way to charge your card in the middle of the night for all those services that you get out the app store no uh the airpod revenue is there but i do think we have to find ways to be able to get along with the superpowers that are china 
India, which does not care about globalism as much as we do, and a couple other emerging markets as well, uh, especially the supercontinent of Africa. We have to have good geopolitical tact there in order for business to continue to thrive. For everyone who's asking, is this the time to get out of Apple? I'll buy all your shares off you. No, now is not the time. Yeah, I mean, so we saw it with, we're seeing it now with Apple, but if you think back earlier in the year when America government said that they told NVIDIA, hey, we got to slow down on the sales of our chips to China, the Chinese population because we don't want them getting technologically advanced. So you yeah. think about that, that's part of it as well. And so even inside of the Huawei phone, they're not using NVIDIA chips. They're using chips that are made specifically, semis that are made uh, from Chinese companies. Yep. So you're starting to see like these geopolitical issues spill into the companies that we know very well. You can't That's invest in, in Huawei. It's not a public traded stock, right? Uh, I don't think we can. No, no, we can't. no. So for anybody that's interested in learning more about that company, you want to give them any more insight on that? Huawei, Huawei the, the, the Apple of China, pretty much. That would be the easiest like tagline, if you will, for them. Well-designed phones, maybe even has an edge on Apple. If Samsung had a sister company in terms of like technological innovation, Huawei would be it. But this is chess and war games now through tech. We've talked about it before. These wars are not going to be fought with boots on the ground. It's going to be fought with AI intelligence mm -hmm. and programming a nation how to feel about something. And the truth is, it was a mistake for a long ago for America to ship all of its jobs over to India and China while not telling African-Americans and brown people there are no jobs available for you. Now you've built up a superpower who wants to come and destroy you when you could have taken care of your own. To every economist, they cannot tell me that it is better fit for the economy to outsource jobs to another country that does not pay taxes here opposed to taking care of its own people. Majority of the brands that are going through a lot of drama right now and trauma did not take care of their Adam, excuse me, did not take care of the African-American community like Adam 22. I'm sorry for whatever you were going through last week. I'll see you in a couple of weeks. But we need to start having an index on companies that actually treat us well because it's starting to have an economic impact on the bottom line. Are you going to actually see Adam 22? Yeah, he had a little issue last week. He had a little uh, PR issue. So I'm going to go see him in two weeks. See him for what? You're doing a show? Yeah, I'm doing an interview. Okay. Shots to Flacco. Y'all want to call? <laughs> pause. <laughs> Big pause. Especially <laughs> on that show. <laughs> and don't have Lena on set. It ain't that type of show. <laughs> it's not that type of show. Shout out to your queen and all that, but no. Shout out to your queen. <laughs> um, okay. So is uh this an opportunity to buy Apple stock? Um, I believe so. Not at this price. I like it. Uh stock club flip, don't kill me. If, if it gets to like 171 or 163, I like it at the area. But um no one that is an investor long term, even though it's a boring company, quote unquote. We talk about it all the time. No one can name me nine better companies than Apple internationally or domestically. Once again, put in chat, what is the revenue of AirPod? My number one thing that filter for everyone who asks me about a company, is your company making more revenue than AirPods? So that's, the word, that's the wearable section, y'all. Yeah, it's <laughs> like when you go to that wearable section and regardless yeah. of what the operating expenses are, they are making a killing Billions. off of AirPods alone. More than Adobe, they're out doing Snapchat. So, like, 
all the the fringe brands that were doing good in 2020 and 2021 that are no longer doing good once again i'll say it, it's a noble concept the company that makes the most money that has the best profit margin should be the most heralded publicly traded company of all time and it should make you money so yeah um, you know what we, we should also pay attention right like yes it's the 200 billion but last quarter we in the past two quarters we have seen a decline in the sales of the iphone which we we should take mm -hmm. note of like we've seen that that has happened the number one leader as far as the ecosystem inside of apple is the iphone over 50 percent of its revenue comes from that yeah tomorrow's a huge day like we can't over like look that tomorrow's a huge day tomorrow they're going to be announcing the innovation right whether it's the iphone 15 pro or, or pro max the, i know there's some new watches and maybe they'll have a new ipad let's see what the innovation looks like because yeah. three to four quarters of negative sales on the iphone it's gonna it'll affect the, the company i mean it's impossible for it not to so let's just be mindful of that i agree i'm not being flipping on it i mean as far as the innovation i'm gonna call a cap on that i don't think the 15 gonna be too innovative i haven't heard anybody say anything of any features that i haven't I mean, where are the leaks? I haven't even seen any leaks. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, <laughs> when nobody's leaking the album, that's when you know the album trash. Yeah, they got the event tomorrow. Wonderlust, I think it's, I believe it's called. Um, yeah. That's the release of the iPhone 15. Or are they going to talk about it? So you're not excited? You're not excited? You don't think that's going to move the stock at all? No, I I would be lying if I... Not regardless of my love for Apple, I'm always going to be honest. I have. I don't think it's going to be that much different than the 14. Yeah. Well, Better camera, slightly better camera. Yeah, yeah. Usually they'll start releasing. I mean, probably at the end of September, we'll, we'll probably hear more about it—the pre-sale numbers or the pre-sale orders—and that'll give you a fair indication that'll go into Q Q4 sales. Yeah. Uh, but I haven't heard any. Like you said, I haven't even seen any leaks that. Oh, this is the new feature. Or, no rumblings. There hasn't been any rumbling. So, I mean, they need a whole new. It's like putting out the same pair of Jordans every year, yep. with different different colorway. Yep. Eventually, you it's just doesn't mean anything anymore like they probably have to just revolutionize their whole thing and come up with a whole completely new product because it's not really moving a needle it's just the same thing over and over again yeah people don't buy it you, you gotta buy it you have, no you have no choice but to buy it but people are holding on to their phones longer though right so like the person like you might have the 13 i might have the 14 people are looking at the 15 and saying i'm not buying that i'm i'm loyal to the phone that i have it's pretty good the camera's not going to be that much better yeah so i mean you're, you're right. There needs to be something that's innovative. I just don't think this is going to be the one, which could be an indicator that shows slower sales again in uh, the iPhone. Two things. Um, Apple corporate needs to bring Johnny Ive back or someone of his stature to begin to design, design products because from an operation standpoint, you can only enhance profit margin price points so much you have to at some point please write this in chat you have to have an irresistible offer that nobody can deny like regardless of what people think about did he giving away a million it's like a million is a million bucks that's amazing that is newsworthy um iphone has not had a significant upgrade in a long maybe five or six years it is time got to bring some key people back I think Johnny Ivor, I know he's still in this consultant role, but they need to find a way to integrate him back and begin to focus a lot more on innovation. Wearables is doing great, but they still need um, a lot more development on our product side before they eventually get into healthcare. Um, yeah. yeah. And the Vision Pro doesn't, isn't until next year. I think pre-orders might be starting this year, though, but it, it doesn't come out to next year. 
Yep. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. The Enhanced American Express Business Gold Card is designed to take your business further. It's packed with features and benefits like flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business, 24-7 support from a business card specialist trained to help with your business needs, and so much more. The Amex Business Gold Card, now smarter and more flexible. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard.